as a parent, we strive to create an environment where our kids can thrive, where they can succeed, where they can grow up and live happily, healthily and hopefully make a positive impact or contribution to our world. But sometimes we don't realise that we are not fostering that environment. And a lot of the time it's through our own repetitive patterns that we don't even realise we have, like our language, our self-talk, our negativity bias. And that's what I want to talk about in today's episode of the Self-Improvement Room. Hello and welcome to visit number 16 in the Self-Improvement Room. I am Christy Davis and I am very happy to be here chatting to you for yet another week of amazing, hopefully amazing, insight, information, uh, advice and just everything that I can give you to help make your life the best that you can, hopefully inspire you to live the best life that you can and inspire you to be the best person that you can be for you, for your family, for your friends and most definitely for your children if you happen to be a parent. And in today's episode of the Self-Improvement Room, I want to talk a little bit more about the impact that we can have as parents and we don't even realize it. See, we put in countless hours of effort to love and ensure their well-being. Well, most of us do, (laughs) the good ones do. But sometimes we don't realize that our own negative mindset, habitual conversations or lack of even self-love can inadvertently hinder their growth and actually set them up for failure and I'm very mindful of this myself and I've put a lot of self-work in my time into my life and I'm to the point where I love myself I put myself first I fill my own cup so I can help others I have a positivity bias mindset but sometimes I realize that I am habitually saying shit. I am habitually being negative and I don't even realise it. Sometimes my husband will actually pull me up on it, which is incredible. Um, But he does and I'm thankful for that because I don't want my kids hearing that. And when I'm teaching at my music school and I've been a teacher for 21 years, I see it so often. I'm talking like five and six-year-olds I say things like, how has your day been? Oh, you know, it could be better. What? You're seven. What could be better about it? Seriously, what could be better about it? You're seven, you're fed, you're clothed, you go to school, you come here, you get to sing, you get to have fun, you get to have lollies, you get to go home, have dinner made for you, get your pyjamas on that are already washed, cleaned, then you go to sleep and get to do it all again. Anyway, that comes from... Habitual conversations and by the time they are adults, by the time they reach adulthood, those habits become feelings and that becomes life. So I think it's really important to talk about how the power of parental mindset 
can literally make or break your child's future. All right, so I want to explore four ways that a parent's mindset can unintentionally impact their child's path to success. All right, number one, limiting beliefs and self-fulfilling prophecies. A parent's belief about themselves and the world can significantly influence their child's perception of what's possible. Now, for me, and I've talked about this before, even though I had a shocking (laughs) childhood, I did have a mum who genuinely thought that I could do anything. I'm not sure why she thought the way she did because she didn't really think that about all of us. It was just me. And uh, her belief in me, her unwavering belief that I could achieve anything I wanted fostered that mindset for me. So I've been able to overcome so many adversities in life because I just believe that I was born to be able to do whatever I wanted to do. So I was lucky in that respect that her belief was so strongly put forward for me that I never really saw her self-limiting beliefs. I see them now and uh, it's it makes me sad actually to see them. I'm always forever saying, Mom, you, you've got to be more positive. You've got to think better about yourself. And that's because she has grandchildren as well. So I want to foster this idea right throughout my family. Now, when we're talking about limiting beliefs and self-fulfilling prophecies, when parents hold or consistently hold negative beliefs or express doubts about their own abilities or their own potential, kids will often internalise those beliefs, which can often result in a lack of confidence and I see it all of the time. And the one thing that I see all of the time even worse than a lack of confidence is a limited mindset in the child. So leading them to settle for less and avoid taking risks. Now, as a parent, it is really crucial to be aware of your own limiting beliefs and then to be actively working towards cultivating that growth mindset for both you and your kids and everybody around you. And I think that's one of our responsibilities of being part of this world is always trying to be the best human or the best version of ourselves that we can. And I really believe that comes from cultivating this growth mindset. So it's important that you understand what your own limiting beliefs are. For me, I don't have any really anymore. Occasionally some will sneak in and uh, thankfully over the last eight years I have created or gathered a lot of tools in my toolbox to make sure that they don't creep through and therefore my children see me fostering mostly positivity, (laughs) occasionally not, but they see me always working to grow and to do better and encourage them. Now, I'm not perfect. There are definitely times and days where I have to put my hand up and say, I'm sorry, kids, today I really failed. I really sucked. And, you know, sometimes they'll agree with me. Like, oh, thank you very much. But I know what my limiting beliefs were and I have worked on those so that my kids don't have limiting beliefs. 
even though they still do. I still see that come through. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, we don't have limiting beliefs in this house. And I think that's a really important thing to be encouraging your child with. I see so many parents when their kids say, I want to be a famous singer. I want to be a famous YouTuber. Firstly, they may or may not want to really do that when they get older. But secondly, if they really want to do that wholeheartedly and they believe they can, then they will absolutely succeed at it. And I used to think the opposite and that was one of my limiting beliefs was not believing in the potential of people and the potential of the human race. So I took a leaf out of my mum's book and started to believe in people even when they didn't believe in themselves. So take a leaf out of my book and start believing and really cultivating that growth mindset in yourself and in your child. All right, let's look at the number two way to make or break your child's future with your mindset. And this is a big one and I spoke about it in the intro and that is habitual conversations with negative patterns. So our daily conversations with and around our kids really shape their thoughts. And when I say kids, I'm talking all ages right up to 25. So kids, tweens, teens, adolescents, and right up to 25, because your brain is still forming until you are 25. So keep that in mind if you ever see 22 and 23-year-olds and they seem like they're immature, they've still got a little bit of developing time left. So our daily conversations, as I said, really can shape their thoughts and their attitudes and their behaviours. Now, if parents are frequently engaging in negative or critical conversations, it can really impact the child's self-esteem and their overall well-being. Negative patterns like constant complaining or blaming or pessimism That's a huge one I see. Pessimism can become ingrained in a child's mindset. So they might start to believe that this is normal. So that's kind of like the norm or that they are destined to face similar challenges. And as I was talking about earlier with some of my students, I see this one all of the time. I can hear parents' language coming through the students' And it can be so scary because it's, it's like they're already cultivating this mindset that is setting them up to fail and they don't even know it. They don't even know it. So I'm big in my lessons in my music class and I'm huge in my speeches when I am speaking with youth and when I'm working with my young clients. I'm really huge in creating different conversations and using different language to what they're generally used to. So it's important to encourage open and positive communication with your kids so you can help them break those patterns and foster a more constructive and optimistic outlook. But to do that, you really have to take a deep look at yourself and what your mindset is and if you are fostering a negative or a positive mindset. All right, unrealistic expectations and perfectionism both 
my husband and I have to be careful of this one, not the unrealistic expectations because I don't really have any expectations from for my children except to uh, keep their room tidy and be good people. Uh, but the perfectionism part is something that we have to be very, very careful not to put on to our kids. So some parents do though have high expectations for their children's achievements and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but that's usually driven by the desire for their kids to succeed. But if you start setting unrealistic expectations, that can be very overwhelming and very demotivating for a child. It's kind of like your boss coming to you and saying, hey, you're doing this really well, but I need you to do it 10 times better. You're not going to be motivated to do something 10 times better if you've just been told, you know, you're going well, but it's got to be 10 times what you're already doing. Maybe one time, but 10 times is demotivating. So when expectations are unrealistic and when perfectionism becomes the goal, that creates immense pressure of fear and failure, which leads to anxiety, which we talked about last week. So if you want to start looking at what red flags could be for children with anxiety, uh, check out last week's episode, which is episode number 15. I will put a link to it in the show notes for you. We talked all about um, childhood anxiety. But having or creating that idea of perfectionism and making that the goal, it can really create that fear, which leads to anxiety and diminished performance when perfectionism becomes the goal also you start to not get anything done you don't reach goals because you are so stuck stagnant trying to make everything work and this was me and still largely my poor husband but I have a saying that I always use for myself now and I give it to my clients as well and that is done is better than perfect Fix things along the way. Get better along the way. You cannot have everything perfect before you move forward because you will very rarely move forward. And that's the same for kids. It's important for parents to create an environment where effort, progress and resilience are valued over flawless outcomes or reaching ridiculous goals. By celebrating small victories and encouraging a growth mindset, parents can really inspire their kids to embrace challenges and then learn from setbacks, which really helps them in adulthood because when you're challenged, you will experience setbacks. And if you haven't experienced setbacks when you're young, then that can be a really overwhelming smack in the face when you get to adulthood. All right, moving on to number four, the thing that could make or break or the parenting mindset that can make or break your child is a lack of self-love and emotional well-being. Parental self-love and emotional well-being directly directly impact the emotional development of your children. 
So when parents neglect their own self-care or they struggle with low self-esteem, it can inadvertently affect their interactions with their kids. This can really be detrimental to the growth of your kids, to their mindset. Kids observe and absorb their parents' emotional state. Have you ever seen kids where they just know that it's a day where they need to just be quiet because mum or dad is in a really foul mood and if they say something, they're going to be next to cop it. You don't want to foster that environment. And I get sometimes that can be difficult and it's something that I have struggled with myself in the past but I'm always very, very mindful not to make my kids feel guilty or bad just for being around. They should always feel welcomed. And if it's consistently negative, their environment, if they're consistently being met with this negative environment, then they might internalise it as their own reality. And that can often happen. And then they don't even have a chance at creating their own mindset, their own positive growth. They're set in this way of not caring about themselves, struggling with their own low self-esteem and then putting that onto their children and so the cycle begins. Promoting self-love and self-care and emotional resilience as parents benefits you as the parent but it also serves as a positive example for the kids and that's what we're here to set. Now, I'm a big believer when it comes to parenting of parenting with a reward system. A lot of parents like to say things like, clean your room or you're not going to your friends. Clean your room or you're not having a party. Eat your dinner or you're not going to get dessert. Clean your room or you don't get your iPad. Brush your teeth or you don't get to eat chocolate. You know, that kind of thing. I was just trying to think of those things I haven't said, those kinds of things for a very long time because I really work on using a reward-based system. So, hey, if you clean your room, you can spend some time with your friends. Uh, If you clean your room, then I'm more than happy to give you half an hour on your iPad. Hey, if you do a really great job of brushing your teeth, then you can have X amount of lollies. If you uh, keep your room clean and you tidy up after yourself and you get all of your chores done this week then I'm going to reward you with one of these three things. And I did this with my daughter recently. She's homeschooled. And I said, if you do a really great job throughout the term with your schoolwork, then at the end of the term, you'll receive a reward. And she did do a really great job. And I gave her three choices as to what she could pick. So I think it was like a voucher to get her nails done or a voucher for another shop that she loves or she could just take the the cash and go shopping herself. And this kind of rewards-based system or parenting idea, uh, it really helped her stay on track for the term. So she wasn't trying to do her work so she didn't get in trouble. She was doing her work so that she could be rewarded. Now, I don't reward her for everything, but that's the way I frame most things. So again, we can really create a beautiful environment for our kids 
where we can look after their emotional state and we can look after their emotional well-being and their needs, make sure they're met, not just their physical <laughs> needs but their their mental and emotional needs because it's very hard to regulate your emotions when you're just very little still. It's our job as a parent to make sure that we're giving our kids these things that they need or these tools that they need to grow up and be successful, happy, healthy, fulfilled humans. So we hold a tremendous amount of influence over our children's lives. Our mindset, our habitual conversations, the way we love ourselves shapes their beliefs, their attitudes and their behaviours. It is absolutely crucial to recognise the unintended consequences that negative mindsets and negative sentences that you might habitually from your parents. It's insane the amount of damage that that can do when you might not even feel that way. You might just say those things out of habit. And I think that that comes through a lot in my students. You know, they say things like, oh, well, another day, another dollar. Oh, well, I'm, I'm alive, so it's a good day. <laughs> you know, these things, they're just sayings that culturally we are so used to hearing, so we say them. But we don't realise the actual detrimental impact that they have. So by creating this positive mindset and fostering this healthy, these healthy conversations and setting realistic expectations and prioritizing you as a person, so your self-love, can really give your children the foundation that they need to strive and to succeed. So just be mindful of the power of your words and actions when you're guiding them into their future because you have so, so, so much more power than you realize and you can do so much good or you can do so much damage. So please, please be mindful. All right. Now, before we get into this week's question, uh, I just want to say, as I do each week, this is just my advice. I have done a lot of research. I have... uh, Well, I love researching, but I have looked into everything or experienced everything that I talk about, but doesn't make me a medical professional. So if you are going to make changes in your life or your child's life, make sure you are getting professional advice. Don't just say, I learned it from some chick on a podcast. (laughs) That could get us both in trouble. All right. Here is this week's question. Now, firstly, if you have a question in regards to anything around self-improvement, self-help, uh, mental wellness, mental illness, children, parenting, that kind of thing, you know, being a positive person, role model, then I will leave the link in the notes and you can send your question in and listen to the episode so you can hear the answer. All right. This one is... This is a difficult one. Sometimes I get questions in and I'm like, mm, geez, I struggle <laughs> struggle to answer that because I totally understand where you're coming from and I've had that struggle myself and this is one of those. So this question or, yeah, I guess question says, my child won't talk to me about how they feel. I don't know what to do. Mm, that is one of the hard things with kids, isn't it? And uh 
when you are speaking with your kids, sometimes they just don't want to speak to you. They don't want to open up. Sometimes they're not capable of opening up. I know that uh, my son, for instance, and I said this last week, um, my two boys are very, very private and keep to themselves and then my daughter will just tell you way too much. She just tells you everything, things that you don't even need to know. So she's an open book and that's much easier to parent, although sometimes it can be quite tough. But when a child won't open up to you or tell you how they feel, then the only thing that you can do is Firstly, encourage them to speak to you or someone. But if they start shutting down and they don't want to hear that anymore, then all you can do is be there to love them and to support them and to let them know that you are there for them when they are ready to be open and to communicate. And I find my son now starting to open up because I've just been there. I'm just waiting there and he knows that no matter when it is, Whenever he's ready, I am there to listen and to give the best guidance that I can in the most loving way. And that's all you can do. You can only show your child that you are there for them, that you are there to support, to listen actively and to love them no matter what. And if they feel that, then eventually they may open up. But if they don't and they start to shut down and you know that they need help, beyond what you can do, that's when you should start sourcing professional help. And that is the absolute best thing that you can do for a child that won't open up to you or at least yet. All right. I cannot believe that is episode number 16. Visit number 16 to the self-improvement room. If you've got a question that you want answered, like I said, I'll leave the link in the show notes. So if you do have any questions, send them on in. All right, until next week where we're going to talk about the power of self-love and why it's okay to love yourself, please stay safe and stay well. I'll catch you next week in the self-improvement room.